0: Well, good evening and good morning to everyone who is out there. Welcome to episode 235 of Buddhist Biohacker. I am your host, Lisa Gunshore, as always, and I am so excited to be here. We're rarely here at night, so I think this is kind of fun, especially for those of you who are in the southern hemisphere and over in australia you're probably um just waking up over there so welcome in and welcome to everybody who is listening later on audio don't forget you guys we are on 10 different platforms including iheart radio and itunes so um don't forget you can always listen on audio on there i even do it with my own shows because they're so fun to listen to um and welcome to everyone hi vishali and katie and vicky hi um love to hear how everybody's feeling. It's Wednesday, it's hump day. and I'd like to welcome everybody who is actually watching from Facebook for the first time. I am back on Facebook for those of you that are on that platform, Buddhist biohacker Facebook um, as well as Buddhist biohacker Twitter, which is actually Buddha biohack, I think because it doesn't have long enough letters <laughs> So welcome in. So we are here tonight with, who someone I think is an incredible shaman, Denise Maple. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here. I have been watching your show for a while now and I just love it.
0: Oh, well, I love you and you have so much to offer and I'm so excited to really feature you and your work and, and talk about what's going on. And my very first question is always my favorite one, which is who are you today? Like, as we share with the audience, you know, who are you in this present moment today?
1: Yeah, today (laughs) I am excited. Uh, I've spent the last six months really ramping up to start my business, Live Life Spiritual Direction, and I'm just so excited to be here to share it.
0: Oh, I'm so excited too. And I would love for you to share a little bit about your journey. You know, how did you, you know, where have you come from and and what has been your transformation?
1: From a spiritual perspective, I've always been, I was the kind of the weird kid that mm-hmm. liked going to church, not really church. I didn't really love church, but I loved going to Sunday school. I like didn't mind going to confirmation class. I always was just really curious. About the spiritual side. And over the years, you know, that evolved. Um, You know, I I grew up Lutheran. By the time I was in my 30s, it felt a little too, um, maybe conservative for me. And I had a, a reading with an intuitive who told me that I was an A student getting a B in life. And she said I needed to find my tribe. So she gave me a few places. I was living in Chicago at the time. And uh, when I went to, it's been called a couple things, Uh, Chicago Center for Spiritual Living, Bodhi Spiritual Center. It no longer uh, exists anymore, but it was a new thought spiritual center based on the science of mind, which was founded by Ernest Holmes in like the late 1800s. And I just thought, wow, I didn't know other people believed what I believe, And so I just found some spirituality that really spoke to me that was really very positive that told me that I was one with God, that Mm -hmm. I could create my life, that love over fear was the answer. And my spiritual journey has just been growing ever since then.
0: Oh, that gives me goosebumps everywhere. I mean, I think that moment that we understand that we create our life, like what changed for you in that moment? I mean, I'm sure lots did, but what do you remember about that moment where you had that understanding?
1: Well, I'll have to back up for a second because I just had a memory of going into a service there for the first time. And I looked around and I said, why is everyone so happy around here? (laughs) You know? And then when I started getting it, you know, it was that moment of like, oh, that's what faith means. Faith means when you line up in the very core of your being with spirit, knowing that what you want what you're asking for will happen. That is faith. Not like a begging or beseeching of a god outside yourself, but you know, knowing the the god within and that as God is all powerful, we are part of God. And that I think was the light bulb.
0: Oh my God. That's so powerful. And I'd love to throw this to the audience. So all of you guys out there who are listening and who are part of this tonight, or even in the replay, you know, if you want to post in the comments on YouTube um, or Facebook or wherever, um, I'd love to know from each of you, if you want to share that moment that you recognize that you create your life, because that that's a profound moment. And I feel like we have it over and over, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely, because it just kept going deeper. You know, like the time when I had that realization that I did want to be a spiritual practitioner, and it was like, oh, this is what I'm meant to do. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and I want to go back to that alignment piece, because you're right, like when we are completely aligned with who we are, And it takes a lot of work to get there. And I think we're still all working on it to a certain degree. There's just a joy. There's just a joy and a brightness. So now that you understand what your own alignment is, like what are some of the processes and tools or how do you work with others as your clients in your own practice to be able to help them begin that self-discovery journey?
1: Yeah, so I do a few things. So... You know, the, on the one side there's Reiki and, and in some ways that's very passive for the client and they just get to receive the energy and uh, and just be nourished. On the other side, there's the business coaching and spiritual counseling that actually is very similar because it's really much more active for the client and we usually start off our sessions By, you know, I just, why are you here? What is it in your life that you would like to see different? And through dialogue and asking questions, I'll uncover, you know, what are the false beliefs that my clients hold that is holding them back? So, you know, maybe it's just like an inherent belief that I'm just, I'm not good enough and I didn't realize I had that inherent belief. Or... Maybe a poverty consciousness that came up growing up, you know, like a family that was always having to scrimp and save and barely getting by. So those false beliefs kind of get lodged in our system. And once we recognize what it is, we can, I can take the client through a process. Maybe it's a meditation, maybe it's inner child work. But then after we go through that process, it it gets anchored in prayer I know for my client that there is a shift but then also I give my client homework you know it you know the there's a saying in science of mind like treat and move your feet a spiritual mind treatment is the same as a prayer so you pray and then you move your feet and you show the universe that you are so much in line with what you just prayed up that you're going to start walking in that direction so it gives your prayer that momentum
0: oh that's important that's like an important key because i think there's a lot of uh there's a lot of mainstream teaching about manifestation (laughs) like even the secret and they kind of leave out that part the take action part have you noticed that it's kind of like oh make your vision boards and dream of all these things and then things don't happen and we wonder why. And it really comes down. What Can you give an, an example? I mean, I'm totally putting on the spot, but can you give an example in your own life of something that you've created and how you created some action steps around that? Because I think you know that's something that's really important is like, how do we actually take action on these goals? That's what 2022 is absolutely about for me. And I think for all of us in this community. So what do you what do you what can you share about that
1: okay yeah i, I had i do have a, a good example so in 2018 <laughs> i just started getting the stirring that a i needed to get out of where i lived i'd lived in the west loop in chicago for 16 years it had changed from a quiet neighborhood to an insane neighborhood like the hottest neighborhood in the city and oh, wow. it seemed like every new neighbor that moved into my complex was super loud. I mean, it was almost like spirit was telling me, get out, get out. (laughs) So, and I, and I also wasn't as inspired in my job anymore. I had a a great career in banking and I love what I did, but I knew it was time to do something different. So I set an intention and I would say, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to find a new career for myself. I'm going to move. I'm going to sell my condo uh, with an offer that I don't even have to put it on the market because it happens so easily and effortlessly. And so I started renovating my condo. So it was more up to date and, and ready for sale. I started just talking to people and, you know, I, you know, just trying to get ideas But the shift came when I made a decision. So I really felt like I needed the summer off. My dad had passed away in 2018. I had had, um, you know, a career that just never stopped moving and I needed a break. So I said, okay, in 2018, I said in summer of 2019, I need the summer off. I said, you know what, if even if I don't find the next job, I'm just going to take the summer off because I need the break. And within a few weeks, an opportunity fell in my lap to teach finance at the University of Illinois, where I, I still do teach. And it was reconnecting with, you know, someone that I knew a long, long time ago that said, hey, do you ever think about coming down here to che- teach? And I couldn't believe he said that. I said, are you serious? And I couldn't shake it. So I called him back. <laughs> He set it up, set up the interviews, and it all fell into place. And then the next piece of it, which is cool, is in February of 2019, January, February, I thought I was going to sell my condo to a neighbor. It fell through. And I said, okay, well, I'm just going to call a realtor because, you know, it's just not happening. The day I had a meeting with a realtor, I met another neighbor who I rarely saw because it was their second home and they, they had a condo across, across the hall, started talking and I said, well, it's so nice to meet you, but I'm actually going to be moving soon and I'm meeting with a realtor. Turns out they had a one-bedroom. They wanted a two-bedroom. By the next day, we had a deal and they bought my condo and it was a done deal. The crazy part of it was their primary home was in the champaign Urbana area, which is the place I was moving to for my job. Oh wow! So I, the the piece that I that I think is is so important in both finding the job and selling my condo was the letting go part too. You know, it was like, well, it's <clears throat> it's in the universe's hands. I I want what I want. I'm going for it. And then all of a sudden everything seemed to fall into place once i stopped holding it so tightly Mm-hmm.
0: yeah that surrender and man that's a great story what do you what do you tell someone who said that's great but i don't even know where to start
1: <laughs> and when you say like i don't know where to start do you mean like what do i want
0: um Oh, how do I get it? That's a great question. I'd say, how do I get it? I bet most everybody out here. And if you guys are watching, I know there's a lot of you here. I see the little numbers. um, Share in the comments, like, what is it that you want right now? What is it you're manifesting? I want to hear. And I do want to share Mary. We love Mary so much. Mary Lydia Ryan and her incredible voice of I don't even know what it is. Golden flutes from heaven Um, says really potent Denise. Beautiful. But throw in the comments, you guys, what are you wanting to manifest? And where are you stuck? Right? Because that's something that we can help with. Where are you stuck? But yeah, so for the people out there who do know what they want, especially because you're shifting right from that mainstream matrix space into um, holistic health and supporting others. So where did it, what if they don't know where to even start? You know, I, I think that's a hard place because you know what you want and it's like, I don't even know how to climb that mountain, you know?
1: Yeah. So one, I have a technique that I use and I'll actually be offering a couple classes on this coming up in the next month or two, but there's a process called visioning and visioning was, uh, created by Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith. He's the spiritual director out in California, Agape International Spiritual Center. And he's a super high vibe, high conscious guy. And it's a meditative process that takes you through four or five questions. You really get into that meditative space and you don't, you you give up the mind part of it and you just, allow information to come into that, I guess you would call it the quantum field and allow it to come to you. So, you know, one question is what is the highest vision for my life or what is the highest vision for my career? And then you sit with that. Maybe there's colors, maybe there's images, maybe there's feelings, maybe there's words. And then you ask, you know, what is it That I need to release to allow for this vision. It might be our false beliefs. It might be our stuff. You know, it might be a relationship. What is it I need to become to embody this vision? And so maybe that's more brave. Maybe I need to learn a new skill. And then, and then at the end, I just ask, you know, is there anything else? Is there anything else I need to know? And then I'll typically journal after that and, and look for clues. That's a nice place to start if you are like truly don't even know what uh, next step to take because typically something's going to come out of that that's going to help you take another next step.
0: That's really great. And we've got some great comments here. So Vicky, we love Vicky too. Vicky's up north. Um, Vicky says, I do not know a specific instance when I knew I had a calling to be of emotional support to others, but a deep wisdom has been there to help others become aware and have personal growth. I love that. Um, and then Mary says, remembering it's okay to be compensated for my work and my expertise. And these are both great examples. And I'd love for you guys to keep sharing, by the way, what are you trying to manifest right now? Where are you stuck? Um, but both like, so Vicki's talking about, I think what feels really good with the visioning that you're talking about, which is she knows mm-hmm. she has this, this, you know, deep wisdom she's saying to help others become more aware. So it's kind of like, well, where do you go from there? So I really love those steps. Um, now with Mary, she's talking about you know really coming into that place like where it's okay to receive. You know what do you say to that, Denise?
1: Yeah, I mean the the first thing that comes up for me is you know what is the false belief behind that thought pattern, and I think you know Mary knows probably knows that, but it's like how do you get to the core of it? And one process I I take my clients through is you know going back and finding that time when you know someone said you couldn't have something we couldn't afford it or um no you can't have that and you know heal you can you can go back to your past memories and heal your past memories um and it's not just a mental exercise um there's, there's studies that have been done that when you pray for something in the past, it actually changes what happens in the timeline. Um, so, you know, like going back and maybe re-envisioning that experience in your mind, and that causes a shift within yourself. There was a study done at a hospital where a group of people prayed for a certain subset of people in a hospital and that the people that were prayed for had a uh, better outcomes than the control group. Well, what the people praying didn't know is that the people they were praying for was like 20 years ago. Mm. And yet their prayers were still heard. So I, we've talked about Lisa, that time is, is an illusion yeah. and you know, our, our human brains have, need it to be linear, but it's really not that linear
0: yep it's so true it's quantum right it's this infinite, infinite boundless space of you know when you're healing yourself you're healing i mean even the yogi term of seven generations forward and seven generations back i think is outdated i feel like when you're healing you're healing the interconnectedness of the entire collective on the planet.
1: Don't you think? Oh, I have no doubt. I mean, think about, you know, when you raise your own vibration, you're raising others. Well, think about what it feels like to be with someone who is happy and high vibration versus someone who's really negative. I mean, it affects you. So if you can affect someone in the same room, you can affect someone in the next country on the other side of the world. I mean, there have been meditation studies done that when a group meditates on peace in a, in a city, violence goes down in that city, you know, so it's, it's amazing what we can do if we, if we believe and allow ourselves to do it.
0: I love it. Sounds like, now I'm like, oh, we need to do some city meditations, maybe. (laughs) It sounds like, and I love this. Vicki says, I love that you're able to see that you needed to move and took the steps to make it happen to continue to evolve. A lot of trust. Yes, for sure. And Katie just says it's so beautiful and welcome in. Katie, we love you too. Sherry, we love you also. I love just seeing all of you here and you know, you made me think you're activating me when you're talking about, you know, what's for the best and the highest good because, um, and the best outcome, I think you were talking, saying mm-hmm. it was the best outcome. I learned many years ago, you know, there's lots of ways to read the Celtic cross and the tarot. There's, there's actually a lot of different formats of people's interpretation of what you do there. But I, um, and Mary, you said group mediations instead of meditations. And now I think, I wonder what that is, mediations. What are we mediating? Because that's so on purpose. That wasn't on accident that you typed that, I don't think. Um, anyways, I was thinking of years ago, I learned a way to read the Celtic Cross that that was it. Like once I learned that, I was only using that if I used the Celtic Cross, which isn't all the time. But what it was is, you know, you have this cross, right? In the in the cards for those of you who read Tarot, and the top card. So one of the old traditional ways, you know, is like a clock, right? It's like the distant, recent, you know, and, but the one way I learned is that the top is the highest, it's like the, the highest potential outcome. So whenever I look at something I'm trying to create, of course, I use my cards even now when, I probably don't need to, but I love it because what you can see if you lay the Celtic cross that way and you have that top card in your mind as your best at potential outcome is it's kind of what you're saying, Denise, it's like the highest vibration, the highest frequency that you could reach is this thing. And all those other cards are really telling you your blocks, your fears, your hopes, your, you know, what's affecting you, what's influencing you, what's leaving you, it's coming in all that energy and those 12 cards and that spread. But that top card is like the highest potential outcome. And, and I say this because I also want to say that's context for me to say, as coaches, I really feel that our job is to hold the highest potential frequency for our clients so that they can reach their goal. So within saying all of that, what do you want to say about that? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, first of all, yes. Like my job as a spiritual practitioner is to know that whatever they want for themselves is I know them as that perfection. So for example, I recently prayed for a friend to be healed and to be well, and I didn't say anything about, you know, I hope you feel better soon or anything like that. I was like, you're gonna feel better soon, and I'm I'm envisioning you as being that perfect health. The other thing I'll add about that is, you know, I was actually listening to one of your videos today, Lisa, and it was someone that you interviewed, and it's in um, the February section that you have, um, for members. And the woman had said, like, don't let your dreams be limited by what's in your mind because spirit, the universe, life, whatever, however, whatever term you want to use may have a much grander plan for you. So this idea of the highest vision We may have an idea, but we also have to let part of it go and say, well, this or something better, right? Because it Mm -hmm. could be like a million times better than we could ever imagine.
0: Yep. So true. I mean, and that goes back to the surrender and the letting go you were talking about, which I think is key. You know, if you practice the craft of the wise, that's one of the steps, right? Of alchemy is like letting it go and not talking about it and release, you know, completely releasing it, which is super hard to do, I think. Um, but the letting go is important because I, and I've had, like, I can think of some direct experiences that I've had in the past where what I thought was what I wanted, um I, I, received something i wasn't even expecting it was like oh this is like completely so it's really easy for our mind to become that monkey trap and want to be caught up in a story of what we want or what we think we want um and letting it go is so important what are what are some ways that people can let let things go i mean really because we all hold on to like the things we want especially right now we're on this like roller coaster ride you know, on earth and it's like, Oh, I don't want to lose anything because I've already lost so much. Right. So many Mm -hmm. of us, maybe not us, but there are definitely people who feel like they've lost a lot. Some of us feel like we've gained a lot, but you know, it all depends. But anyway, I'm rambling now, but I, you know, how can we let go?
1: One way is having an accountability partner for that because really sometimes we just need to be reminded, you know, because we might find ourselves letting go in one space and just knowing, okay, I I know I can't control this. So, Because what I truly believe is that when I'm in a space of just knowing that my good is coming to me, my good is coming to me, right? It's when I get in that tightness. So sometimes I just need to be reminded. So I have two prayer partners um, that you know, we pray Monday night another with one, Wednesday night another. And actually, I think Vishali's listening tonight, we're talking about having some accountability. We both study a course in miracles. And, you know, connecting on that and looking at how a course in miracles, which is the study of forgiveness, essentially can help expand our life. So that's one, one example that comes to mind because sometimes we just get caught up in our own stuff and we forget. Talk about
0: prayer partners. I want to hear a little bit more about it. It sounds like something that we can do. And Vishali said, yes, we are. Can't (laughs) wait. And Vishali's going to be on the show soon too and share her course, which I'm so excited about also. So all of us have great things going on, but I want you to share what a prayer partner is. How do we work with that?
1: Yeah, so I I have a couple people that with an, at, at a certain time every day you know every week, a day and a time, we pray and we say, What's going on with you? What do you want prayer for? And then the other person. And we are there to remind each other of who we are, you know, a child of God, you know, that we are here to be magnificent, (laughs) not to be stuck in, you know, um, our ego, um, unforgiveness. So with my prayer partners, we practice affirmative prayer and it's a five-step prayer. And the first step is, let me see if I can remember this. The first step is real is recognition, recognition that God is you know, maybe God is love, God is peace. Like what are all the things? And if you don't like the word God, that's okay. I mean, you could use universe, you could use life. Um, you could use spirit, you could use energy. So, but I'll use the word God. God is life. God is energy. God is love, peace, freedom. Like what are the words that embody just the goodness, the, the essence of what is truth. God is truth. So that's recognition. And then there's unification where I know that I am one with God and I have everything that God is. And as I know that for myself, I know that for the person that I'm praying for. And I really know that in my being as I'm praying. And then it's the realization. What is it that I'm calling in through this prayer and speaking into the ethers? So, you know, I, I affirm that Mary is prosperous. I affirm that Josie is healthy. And I I call it in and I affirm it. I see it. I feel it. I see it happening. And if any doubts come up, I could say, you know, I just throw those doubts into the nothingness from what they came because the truth of life is these God qualities. And then I give thanks knowing that it is fulfilled I release it, and I say, "And so it is, Amen. It is done." And then just—that's when you let it go and just know it's done.
0: That's beautiful.
1: That's it's, beautiful. It's a—it's been a transformative um, process for me.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful, and something I think all of us could try and work together on. So to get myself a prayer partner who might be writing you (laughs) (laughs) anytime yeah I love that I think that's really beautiful so we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about your you know your work and and what your services are that you're offering I'd really love for you to share with everyone you know what are you offering right now and how can they connect with you and and dive into some of this great work that you're doing
1: Yeah. um, Well, first of all, my website is livelifespiritual.com. And through the website, I'm offering virtual sessions for Reiki, uh, uh, spiritual counseling sessions. And we've talked a little bit about what goes on in those spiritual counseling sessions. And then the business coaching, I've got like 30 years of business experience coupled with my spiritual training. I also teach finance. So it seemed like a really good fit to bring that in because Live Life is my second business. And I've already, like, I'm very in tune with what entrepreneurs go through. Uh, I've taught entrepreneurship before in the past. And while I can, like, tell you how to do things in the physical world, I also think it's really important to focus on the limiting beliefs that keep us from, or could keep us from being successful in our businesses. So if someone works with me, we would definitely work on some, you know, like the debits and the credits of your business, but also focus on, you know, what are the, the mental, emotional, and spiritual stumbling blocks so that we can overcome those and move forward. I'm also, I also, I love to teach and um, I'm offering uh, a class on, I believe it's March 23rd through my website. It's a, it's a Zoom class on visioning, which is the process I described earlier. And I'll also, this is not on the website yet, but anyone can reach out to me directly through the website or social media, but I'll be offering some courses at a new place opening up in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin called The Space. And that's, Supposed to open February twenty second, so it's coming up, and that's going to have super cool stuff. Like they're going to have shamans come in, and they're going to do massage and yoga, and you know all sorts of practitioners. Um, my friend um, Lisa Eflant, who's a counselor, I think she's going to be doing some things there as well. And then uh, Raina Bobena's in Palmyra, Wisconsin. That's this is all southeast Wisconsin, and then. Um, Susanna Farms in Lake Villa, Illinois, which is Northeast Illinois. So I'm going to be kind of working the circuit in in my general area, because I really just want to get out and meet people and share what I'm doing. Uh, with the visioning, I'll do some spiritual practices courses. I'll do some business courses. And I'm, you know, working on some other offerings like heart-centered, heart-opening type stuff, because I feel like especially the last couple of years, you know, maybe our hearts have closed off a little bit and I'm, I'm just a little heartbroken at how divided our country is. And I, I'd, I'd like to help us open our own hearts so that, you know, we can create that energy and hopefully that ripple of ripple effect happens. And I think it will.
0: I love it. All of that sounds amazing. And Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, I think our hearts have taken a beating and it's time to open them up and, and do some healing. And I'm just so happy to have you here tonight. And you've shared so many great things for everybody out there to be able to kind of get in touch with themselves and what they need and how you can help them as well. And Denise is also part of the Buddhist Biohacker portal and our community in there. So she is a big part of that. And, um, just, I just love you, Denise. I think you're awesome. And I'm so glad you're coming back on. Denise is coming back on for the new season for everybody out there. And we're going to dive deep, I'm sure into some other topics, but, um, I just really love you so much.
1: Thank you, Lisa. I love you too. I, I appreciate the opportunity and, uh, just love speaking with you wherever we are doing it. Me too.
0: Your energy is so grounding for me. I'm so like out there, you know, and you always pull me into my body, which I appreciate. You're very grounding. And I think we need that. I think we need to have that. Like, you know, that's an important part of Of the spiritual part is being grounded, being rooted in what we're doing and what we are. And um, I love all these great comments for everybody out here, how lovely and thank yous and all these great things. Um, Now, Denise's information is in the show notes, and it's going across the screen. But I'd also love you to share, Denise, with everybody how they can connect with you. um, And that way, everyone who's listening on audio also understands how to find you.
1: Okay. Thank you. So, uh, my website is livelifespiritual.com, and all of my social media is on there. There's a way to contact me through the site. Uh, my email is Denise at livelifespiritual.com. I'm at livelifespiritual direction on Facebook, livelifespiritual on Instagram, and I'm on LinkedIn both um, personally and my business as well. Uh, Live life spiritual on Twitter, and I think that I think that covers it. Plenty of ways to get in touch with me. Thank uh, you, Lisa.
0: Well, I love you, Denise. I love all of you who are watching, and. Um, I really look forward to what you're going to be offering in your classes and being able to support as much as I can. Um, So I hope that all of you who feel inspired do reach out to Denise and get connected because you won't regret it. And um, for everybody else out there, this is our final Buddhist biohacker show of the season, which seems kind of silly because the season is going to kick off mid-April. So I'm taking a couple months to do some revamping, um, but we already have... Weekly guests booked all the way through August, you guys. So don't worry, we have a jam packed schedule. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And honestly, Denise, I'm feeling more free than I have felt in a long time. I feel like I'm, I love what I'm doing and I know you feel the same way.
1: Yes, thank you. I mean, not only with what I'm doing, but even just being on this show, it's been so much fun. Thank you. I love you. Oh, I love you too. We need to, you were inspiring me because I feel like we'll,
0: we'll be back. Cause I think it'd be fun to, to help coach a little bit here too, with everybody. That was fun as well. So thank you. And you guys, I hope you have an awesome, awesome night an awesome week. Um, for everybody who is in the Buddhist biohacker portal, um, just keep focusing on that self-love practices. I'd love to hear how everybody's doing. And, um, again, connect with Denise, Live Life Spiritual Direction, livelifespiritual.com. I love you so much, Denise. Thank you, everyone. Have an amazing night.
1: Good night. Thank you.